What is going on, everybody? Jamie Shaw here on the Absolute Basketball Podcast. Today, we are doing a prospect talk uh, about the 2022 class. Yesterday was the first day uh, college coaches were able to talk to, contact themselves, uh, players in the 2022 class. And it was an incredibly eventful day here in the Carolinas. We wanted to break down South Carolina and North Carolina for you. We want to go through all the players who received offers in both states, but we also wanted to go through players who did not receive offers and you should still have on your radar moving forward for uh, Division One type prospects and all that type of stuff too. But before we get into it, we ask the normal ask, if you would please go ahead, subscribe to this podcast, if you would rate it five stars, and then put in the comment section below your favorite player in the 2022 class in the Carolinas. We want to hear from you with that. And if you rate uh, five stars, if you subscribe, and if you comment, that helps us in the rankings. Uh, that really helps this, these stories. That really helps these prospects' names. That really helps these coaches' stories get out to more people. Uh, and at the end of the day, that's what we want to do. We want we want these voices uh, to be heard. Uh, so please rate, please uh, rate five stars, please subscribe, please uh, leave comments uh, in the section as well. That would be great. But without further ado, here is the 2022 class the happenings of day one, June 15, of contact period for the 2022 class, North Carolina and South Carolina, as well as the sleep of prospects. You should go ahead and get to know on the Absolute Basketball Podcast with Jamie Shaw. Thank you guys very much. What is going on, everybody? It is Jamie Shaw here on the Absolute Basketball Podcast. Today is a uh, special episode we're coming at you. Yesterday was the call day for the 2022 prospects across the nation. So we wanted to kind of recap the offers that were given out uh, across the North Carolina and South Carolina uh, border. We want to talk about the players uh, who picked up offers in North Carolina and South Carolina. We'll talk also about some sleeper players um, who did not pick up offers. However, uh, should be looked at as guys who uh, offers could be calling. Um, you know, I put out a tweet the other day at Jamie Shaw five um, that said, uh, you know, instructing players as to what to do during this day. But at the very end of the tweet, it said, if you did not get any phone calls, get in the gym and think about that every single time that you're in the gym. Um, so uh, at the end of the South Carolina, at the end of the North Carolina, we're going to give five guys uh, who uh, are going to be grinding in the gym and probably uh, end up <clears throat> on these call lists for college coaches uh, coming up soon. It's very exciting. We'll start here with South Carolina. It's very good to see um, that, you know, there's been a recent trend uh, upward for South Carolina basketball. Um, I recently spent uh, four days or so in the state going all throughout, uh, looking at uh, talent, open gyms, the AAU teams, and all that type of stuff. Uh, got a very good feel as to the talent that's in South Carolina right now, especially in the central part of the state, in the PD area. Uh, very excited um, <clears throat> to see the upward trend that's coming. Uh, college coaches, um, there were a lot of players throughout the state who got phone calls. Uh, there are also uh, a lot of players within the state uh, who got offers, too. And this is not something that you've seen necessarily in the past uh, in previous classes, even the 2021 class, 20, uh, uh, 20, 2019 uh, going on back. Uh, that you've seen, like in 2022, with these players getting these offers so early. Uh, so it was good to see there. Um, <clears throat> we'll start off with Julian Phillips. He is uh, the consensus number one player in the state, six foot eight. Uh, ESPN has him ranked 32 in the country. He is at Blythewood High School in Blythewood, South Carolina, which is just outside of Columbia. Uh, he had a big day yesterday. Arizona State, Kansas, Xavier, Texas Tech, Florida, and Missouri all reached out and gave him offers as uh, as absolute basketball broke uh, to the um, you know broke the news of all those offers to the stratosphere. 
they joined the 12 offers he already had, which included South Carolina, Clemson, Wake Forest, Virginia Tech, Ole Miss, Alabama, Georgia Tech, Nebraska, Iowa State, and so on. Julian Phillips is a big-time prospect. Uh, he has a wing, a six-foot-eight wing with the ball skills. The jump shot's coming around. He's got the length. He's got the uh, uh, the ability to initiate offense and, and carry the floor and kind of be that franchise player, that playmaking wing uh, that is becoming so popular in today's game. Julian Phillips is filling those shoes out pretty well. It's easy to see that he's got two years still of development. He's already grown an inch or two since the season ended, uh, and the game just keeps getting better each time. So it's easy to see as to why ESPN has him 32. It's easy to see why he had uh, 12 offers coming into yesterday, and it is easy to see why – he picked up six more from Power Five conferences yesterday. Uh, next up, we go Jordan Surratt, who picked up his first offers yesterday. He ended up picking up USC, Upstate, Presbyterian, and Old Dominion. Uh, very interesting there. Six foot six wing uh, prospect out of Dorman High School. He was uh, the sixth or so man for the number two team in the country last year as a sophomore. Um, a, a team that was absolutely loaded. He was playing behind uh, Justin Amati, who ended up going to James Madison. Um, you know, so he's just now kind of coming into his own as a player. He's always been a lockdown multi-positional defender, and that'll be kind of what he holds his hat on. Um, the jump shot in the offensive game is really coming around. At the very least, he's going to be the ever-popular 3-and-D wing, uh, the guy that's able to guard multiple positions and also knock down uh, the space-creating three-pointer and be a threat from there. Uh, with his length, his athleticism, his uh, his drive – his motor and all that type of stuff on defense going up and down with the six foot six size and everything too, going up and down the lineup, um, creating havoc there defensively. His teammate Noah Clowney also picked up his first offer six foot 10 uh, prospect also out of Dorman high school. He's also with the upper stars upstate team. All three of these guys, Jordan, Julian and Noah play for upper star Southeast um, on the three SSB Adidas circuit. Uh, Noah is a six foot 10 post player. Uh, he just came in this past year from Atlanta, transferred into the Dorman region. Um, he is a very fluid and mobile big man. Uh, he is the, all the rage of what today's big man is, the switchable guy, the guy who can uh, switch out on the perimeter uh, in screens and move his feet a little bit, a rim protector. Uh, he runs the floor very well, and he's just now coming into his own. You know, young bigs take a little bit more time to develop, and Noah is, is coming into his own as a player. He's sliding in quite nicely, playing behind – uh, last year playing behind the likes of Earl Burgess and P.J. Hall, who was going to Clemson top 75 player. Uh, Noah is sliding in uh, there quite nicely. Uh, also picking up multiple offers yesterday for the, uh, the, the, the other player, LeBron Thomas, six foot three guard out of Lee Central High School in Bishopville, South Carolina, another city that is just outside of Columbia. Um, he is a left-handed point guard. He is a, a good defensive player, good in the passing lanes. He plays for FIBA South Carolina, Florence International Basketball Association. Uh, out of South Carolina, he picked up USC Upstate and Bryant offers yesterday. Uh, what he does is he does the, the, the stuff that people don't like to do. Uh, he gets in the passing lane and defends. Uh, he rebounds the ball, and he moves the ball around on offense. Uh, he is a downhill type of guard, and he's got good size for the position. Um, picking up more offers, Perry Smith, uh, uh, he is the consensus probably number two player right now in the state of South Carolina. Picked up a Presbyterian offer. Presbyterian joins Texas A&M, DePaul, LSU, and Nebraska. Uh, he is a national level type guy at six foot eight, six foot nine, very mobile, very fluid, runs the floor well. He is a good vertical athlete playing for Legacy Early College in uh, Greenville, South Carolina. They play the national schedule and stuff. They're not in a association either private or public school in the state of South Carolina they play on the national schedule and stuff 
he is on in that lineup that joins Maryland. Commitment, Ike Cornish. Um, you have Jacoby Wright there at the point guard who's got South Carolina, Rhode Island, et cetera, offers. And you have Bryce McGowans, who is a Florida State commitment. And then you have the guy who just transferred in, who is the DePaul commitment, also a top 50 player in the country. So Perry Smith is going to be surrounded by a ton of talent this year. Uh, it gives him time to ease into himself. Again, he is a player who's young and big, six foot eight, six foot nine, still coming into his own as a player, still figuring out who he is and all that stuff. But it's, it's easy to see. It's clear to see uh, the athleticism and the projectables moving forward. Also picking up a Presbyterian offer yesterday was Isaiah Howell. Um, this was his first offer, the six foot six combo forward out of Georgetown High School down uh, in Horry County near the beach. Uh, how again, six foot six combo forward. He has perimeter skills. He's got some post skills. He's got good length. Um, you know, he's got upside as a theoretical, uh, defender. Uh, if he gets down low and in the paint and stuff and shows some toughness and some ability to do that type of stuff, um, his stock will even enhance more. Um, but expect to hear his name a lot. Presbyterian, he's also again playing, uh, for the upper stars Southeast team on the three SSB Adidas circuit up there perry smith uh, i don't think we mentioned he's playing with uh, team united uh their their 16u team there uh same team that he's been playing with uh in years past dylan williams is the next one up five foot nine point guard out of irmo high school picked up a presbyterian offer as well this was his second offer joining high point university uh which was his first one uh dylan is just a the consummate point guard he's also a very good baseball player um, but Williams is the consummate point guard. He goes out there, he makes plays, he makes people better. He feels, he's got feel for the game. He sees the game, he sees the floor. Uh, very quick uh, defender, uh, especially with his anticipation and quick hands combined. He makes the, uh, life tough for opposing ball handlers. Um, and then last but not least, getting an offer yesterday in the state of South Carolina was jazzying Gortman, Jay Gortman, six foot one guard out of Keenan High School. He picked up Middle Tennessee State, which is his second offer joining Wake Forest, um, which was his first. Gortman is a scoring dynamo. Um, people call him Baby Crawford, taken after Jamal Crawford, and his game kind of resembles a lot of what Jamal Crawford does. His crafty handle uh, gets borderline silly uh, when he really gets in his groove um, and uh, going at straight at defenders. Uh, he's got that type of handle that can make you look absolutely foolish in trying to guard him. Uh, he's got a crafty shot-making package with both hands around the basket. Uh, he's got the pull-up. He's got the floater. He's got the mid-post fadeaway. Uh, he's got the pull-up three. Uh, he's got the whole handle, what makes his handle so uh, kind of special. He's got great length, keeping it low to the ground. He's got the craft. He's also got huge hands as well, able to manipulate the ball um, and do all that. Uh, he is a top three player in the class, uh, coupled along with Julian Phillips and Perry Smith, uh, Jay Gortman here. Uh, he should be getting uh, tons of other stuff uh, coming through as well. But those were the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players in the state of South Carolina in the 2022 class who picked up offers yesterday. Uh, a couple more added, Robert McRae, six foot four. Uh, guard out of AC Floor High School in Columbia, South Carolina, also playing with Upper Star Southeast. He is a 2021 prospect. He picked up a Florida offer yesterday, um, another uh, high major offer, Power Five offer coming in for McRae. Uh, also in the 2023 class, you have six foot nine Jordan Butler, who picked up a Wake Forest offer out of Christ Chapel in, uh, in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, you may 
notice that name, Jordan Butler. John Butler, his older brother, is a rising, is a 2021 prospect who is ranked among the top uh, 75 players in the country. Jordan uh, came in in the 20s uh, for ESPN in the inaugural 2023 uh, rankings. And then Brandon Gardner, uh, who's come on strong of late, he picked up his second and third offer uh, yesterday as well. Wake Forest and Wichita State coming in for the six foot seven explosive forward out of Gray Collegiate in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, he plays with the Team USC AAU program. Jordan Butler uh, played last year with Team United. Not sure who he's going to be playing with this year. Uh, but Brandon Gardner, Team USC, um, out of South Carolina, Wake Forest, Wichita State, six foot seven, great collegiate, explosive player, and all that type of stuff too. Jordan Butler is very skilled. Uh, his brother is seven foot one. Jordan is obviously not gr done growing yet, as both Jordan and John are young for their grade as well. Um, so it's going to be exciting to see what they have moving forward. But back to the 2022 class, uh, five players who did not pick up offers yesterday, but we expect you to hear a lot of uh, from uh, in the near future. You have Colin McKenzie. He's a six foot six wing out of First Baptist in Charleston, South Carolina. He plays with the TMP program. Uh, Colin is a, a shot maker. Uh, he, he's got good size, good length. He's got good pop to his game. Uh, what he will make his money doing is shooting the basketball. Uh, he's knocked down uh, from three. Uh, he could do it off the catch. He could do it off the balance. He has great balance, uh, very good uh, high release, very consistent release point, all that stuff. He can also uh, attack a closeout and uh, make a play putting it on your head. He's very uh, athletic at the rim, uh, go and dunk it on you and all that type of stuff too. The confidence is coming around uh, as he's growing into his body and he's growing into the comfort zone of being the man uh, on his team. Um, he is one to watch moving forward this year. Six foot one, Russell Branch out of Barnwell High School. He's coming off a year uh, for small uh, Barnwell High School, which is down toward the Orangeburg, Sumter, Augusta-ish, kind of in that pocket of the state. Um, averaging 17 or 18 points per game uh, for uh, as a sophomore this past year. Uh, he is a, a point guard who can really shoot the ball. Uh, he can also see the floor very well, and he's a tough defender as well with, with good length, good pop to his game and all that type of stuff. Uh, but his ability to shoot the ball and his ability to see the floor really opens up his game for what he's able to do on the offensive end of the floor. And he kind of plays with a toughness and an attitude with him as well. Um, you know, obviously at South Carolina, so a lot of guards. We're going to round this uh, entire list off here with guards. Justin Bailey, a lefty uh, point guard out of Blue Ridge High School in Greenville, North Carolina. He averaged uh, 24 points per game last year, I believe, shot 38%. Uh, from the three-point line um, as well. He's just got, got the, that lefty craft to his game that just is, is so aesthetically pleasing. Um, he really uh, has a great pace to himself. Russell Brunson out of Calhoun County averaged 24 points per game last year, shot 57% from three. The lefty uh, is a four-sport athlete up there at Calhoun County. Uh, where he is really, really tough is he's a rugged, tough defender, really moves his feet well, really gets into you with a purpose uh an anticipation and, and makes life tough for you uh in order to get anything done on offense he's obviously very very polished he has a very good understanding of a mid-range game uh left-handed um you know has has uh has a lot of good stuff to him you have colin mckenzie plays for tmp russell branch plays for the carolina pressure uh, aau program you have justin bailey who plays for team south carolina uh, aau program russell brunson plays for carolina pressure uh, AAU program. And then the last one, the fifth spot here for guys to watch out for are Kendall Davis and Corey Davis of York Prep. They are twins. They also already carry East Tennessee State and USC Upstate offers along with a Wichita State claimed offer um, as well. 
I said Wichita State. I meant Washington State. I apologize for that. Um, but they play for the One Carolina AAU program. They are the twin sons of Larry Davis, uh, formerly of the University of South Carolina. Uh, started off at North Carolina. If you remember Denmark Olar, 44-inch vertical leap. Uh, went to University of North Carolina as a top 50 prospect, transferred to South Carolina, uh, led South Carolina on a run uh, for one of the best teams they had in school history, along with uh, B.J. Mackey and Melvin Watson and, and, that, and that crew. But um, Kendall and Corey Davis, they're five foot eleven guards. Um, they're both very, very fast and athletic, as you would expect, being the sons of Larry. Um, they uh, really defend the ball. They really sit uh, on the ball on defense. They, they have great anticipation both on the ball and in the passing lanes with quick hands and quick feet. Um, they play with a, uh, a, a passion and a toughness and a ruggedness to their game as well. Um, Kendall can really shoot the ball. Corey can get downhill and really score the ball at the rim. Uh, they play very well off each other, obviously being twins and all that type of stuff. And they're both a capable of playing both on and off the ball. Definitely able to both defend the point of attack uh, for the full court and make life hell for the opposition. Uh, they play confidently and all that type of stuff too. But um, those are five guys, Colin McKenzie, Russell Branch, Justin Bailey, Russell Brunson, and Cor uh, Kendall Corey Davis, who did not get offers yesterday, but expect to hear their names being called. Uh, in the state of South Carolina um, as things go forward. Moving on to North Carolina. North Carolina, obviously a, um, a state that is more used uh, to getting a lot of notoriety, a lot of offers, a lot of players coming through every single year. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, last season had 60 to 65 players who went on to get uh, scholarships to go play basketball in college. You know, and that happens year after year after year after year. That many players going um, all over the country to have success at the collegiate level and, and get their uh, college paid for um, at all that. We'll start at the top of the list here. Patrick Wester, seven-foot lefty, combine high school. He picked up Wake Forest and Charlotte offers. Uh, those are added on to an Elon offer uh, that he had previously. Uh, Wessler is one of the top players in the state. Um, now with the, uh, the big names all leaving and all that type of stuff, he's inching up toward the top of the list. Um, his his offer sheet should continue to take on a power five type of feel to it. Moving down, Jaquan Moore, Hofstra, and FIU. Uh, Moore is a Pender High School uh, six-foot-six uh, combo forward wing. Uh, he's got um, athleticism. He's got length. He's the ability to rebound the ball. He's a little bit raw as things still come, but he's tightening things up. Now, uh, Jaquan uh, Carr has left to go to the UNC Wilmington. This will be – this Pender team will be Jaquan Moore's team now, so he's going to have to step up and, and, and as things continue to tighten up, continue to watch out uh, for more things to come. Hofstra and FIU are betting on the upside uh, and potential that he has there. Uh, Cornelius Williams, um, he's a new recruit uh, coming from the Deep South, um, I believe Louisiana. He will be at Moravian Prep this next year, Six foot ten player. He's a top ten player in the state of North Carolina. Uh, coming in, I'm not sure that anybody has him ranked yet, but – he will be there uh, uh, once uh, they catch up. Uh, he already has uh, Western Kentucky offers, Coastal Carolina offer, and one other one. He added Mercer yesterday uh, to his list, to his ongoing list that will continue to come in the 2022 class at six foot ten and athletically explosive. Uh, Davis Molnar picked up his first offer. Terry Sanford, skilled six foot six forward. Uh, you know, he has the, the IQ, the court awareness, the vision, the toughness, um, and all that. He picked up a Campbell offer playing. He will be playing this summer with the Team Wall AAU program. Moving down, Isaiah Tate, Kings Mountain High School, six-foot point guard. 
very crafty, very able to score the basketball, knows his spots, knows his game, knows how to get to where he wants to go on the floor. He picked up his first offer, USC Upstate. He will be playing, playing with the PSB Elite 16U team. Uh, Jaquante Harris, uh, defending state champion at Northwood Temple. Uh, he picked up an LSU offer right after that state championship game. That LSU offer was his first one. He picked up three more yesterday. Wichita State, FIU, and Hofstra all joined uh, the table. The rugged six-foot point guard is explosive with elbow above the rim. Uh, type of athleticism where he really excelled this past year was playing the point guard position with his pace, with his ability to see the floor, and with his ability uh, to run a team added to his ability to really defend the basketball. Uh, you have Daniel Sanford, who picked up Winthrop and Tennessee offers. Uh, six foot seven, uh, uh, power forward out of Vance High School. Um, those are his first offers that he picked up. He played last year with Team United, 16U team, or 15U team last year. I believe that this year I have heard he's going to Team Charlotte. Don't quote me on that, though. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how, he, how the long-armed, strong-bodied uh, – High motor, six foot seven. Daniel Samper continues to progress. Uh, if his offer sheet continues to go more toward the Winthrop side of things, or more toward the Tennessee side of things, uh, or kind of split the difference right there in the middle, uh, I think it could go either way there. Uh, with where his progression goes, as long as he keeps on growing with his game. Noah Ross, uh, six foot six shooting guard out of Trinity uh, Academy in Raleigh, North Carolina, picked up a Hofstra offer. This was his second one that he picked up. He played last year, I believe, with the Big Shots Elite team. Um, he's a six foot six shot maker. Uh, he will hang his hat on his ability to shoot the ball and make shots. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how, uh, his growth continues to go, uh, along with, uh, with where things are at getting in the, the Hofstra level. Christian Reeves, um, also probably a top five or so player in the state now, seven footer, uh, out of Cannon school. He missed most of last season, uh, with a back injury, picked up a USF offer his first one. Uh, yesterday, you would expect that USF will be the baseline of where things are to come from him, uh, with the power fives probably looking to come in pretty close. And then Avion Pinner, also a top five to ten player. In the state of North Carolina, Riverside Martin High School, uh, six foot seven, plays with Garner Road AAU program, picked up a local AA uh, or East Carolina offer. Um, very exciting for him. He's got all, all the raw tools. He's got great length. He's got uh, incredible production, including a 30 and 20 game in the playoffs last year. Uh, Riverside Martin is a 1A school in Williston, North Carolina, which is in the 252 area in the Far East. Um, so great to see the 1A uh, school uh, getting love from East Carolina. Um, his stuff should continue to kind of go along that level as well. Um, again, he's a top five to five or ten players or so within the class. Deontay Green already has 10-plus offers at the Christ School yesterday. Wake Forest and Charlotte jumped in the fray. Uh, he is listed at six foot eight. Some say six nine. Very skilled is Deontay Green's game. Uh, he is he, he likes to face up. He likes to take it off the bounce. He likes to shoot the three ball. Uh, he can also do some stuff as he shows with his CP3 team during the summer uh, on the block with footwork and touch going both ways. Um, you have Jeremy Gregory, the six foot seven uh, center out of North Mech. Uh, picked up a Charlotte and App State offer. App State, if you notice the name Gregory, that's where his brother Donovan uh, now attends. Jeremy is a Team Charlotte uh, player as well. Uh, Charlotte uh, came uh, came on yesterday after App State as well. Uh, he averaged 10-plus points per game for North Mech 
playing the five position, six foot seven. Gregory's got long arms and always seems to be in the right place with the ball finding, finding him. Uh, KJ Keats, uh, a guard at Broughton High School. Kevin Keats, NC State head coach's son, picked up a UNCW offer uh, yesterday. Uh, you have Khalil Marshall, word of God, five foot eleven point guard, picked up a Winthrop offer his first. Um, Marshall is a very good on the ball defender. He's very skilled at running a team. Uh, he is does nothing really flashy. Uh, he also will do nothing to mess up your team or, or nothing to put you in harm's way. He takes care of possessions, he makes his shots, and he defends the ball. Kind of exactly what you want a point guard to do. Uh, looking down, you have Amari Haney. Yesterday, he picked up ECU and VCU offers. Uh, more came today uh, as well. Today is Tuesday, so he picked up ECU and VCU on Monday. Amari is a fast-rising guard. Uh, some have called him um, possibly the breakout player of the year in the state of North Carolina. Um, he was set to play with Team Loaded North Carolina. He is going to Winston-Salem Christian uh, next year. After transferring from Moravian Prep uh, last year, Haney is a long-armed six-foot-three, six-foot-four combo guard who's got the ability to get downhill off the bounce. He can also shoot the ball a little bit, and he's got theoretical ability, especially in the passing lanes as a team defender as well. Um, some other players from the state of North Carolina who picked up offers yesterday. You have 2021 Coel Mating of the Burlington School. Six foot ten picked up Wichita State. You have Isaiah Phillips, uh, six foot one point guard out of Wesleyan who picked up a Navy offer. You have Dalen Berry who's picked up a ton of steam lately. Six foot four shooting guard out of Panther Creek High School in Mooresville, North Carolina. Picked up a Walford offer. Um, this is after an A-10 offer before that and JMU before that. Dalen Berry picked up a ton of steam. He's one to watch for in the 2021 class with Garner Road AAU program. Also, you have Dre Watson, Moravian prep big man, six foot nine, who picked up a Marshall offer, very bouncy. Uh, he was at Quality Education last year, transferred over to Moravian prep for this year. So those are the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 2022 prospects in the state of North Carolina who picked up offers yesterday. Now we're going to go through five more guys to keep your eyes on, guys who did not pick up offers yesterday, but we feel like the offer sheets are quickly to come, um, and there will be multiple ones along the way with it. You have six foot five shooting guard Michael Zanoni, uh, who had just transferred this year to Greensboro Day School. He plays with the CP3 AAU program. He played at Providence Day last year, shot 45% from three, averaged 16 points per game. Um, he is a sharpshooter. He's a guy who can stretch the floor. Uh, he is really learning how to make plays off of closeouts, uh, especially in the two-dribble, one-to-two-dribble pull-up game. Um, he can, he, he's got good positional size. He's got great balance, the high release point, high consistent release point, um, and is a knockdown shooter, as you can see by his percentages and numbers going last year. Uh, he will get a ton of exposure coming here into this Greensboro Day season. Uh, they tend to do a pretty good job of um, maximizing out players' recruitment. Um, in that program, Zanoni's one to watch for uh, as he moves in. Freddie DeLeon, Trinity Christian out of Fayetteville, North Carolina, six foot five. Um, I believe he will play with the Georgia Stars program this year. Um, he's just a bucket getter, six foot five, strong, athletic, confident bucket getter. Uh, he was the leading scorer for one of the best teams in the state of North Carolina last year in Trinity Christian. Um, he, he scores it at every level. Uh, he's able to shoot it off the catch. He's really aggressive off the bounce. He can get into the one-two dribble pull-up, and he can finish at the rim and on your head uh, if you are late at rotating. You have Jalen Higgins, a six-foot-five shooting guard from Village Christian. He plays AAU with the Garner Road 
AAU program. Uh, he is a uh, lengthy shooter, uh, which is what he does at first. Um, he is a young-looking frame who is just coming kind of into his own physically. Um, he played last year alongside uh, Xavier McLean and Justin Thomas, uh, two Division One, two Division One wings uh, on that program. Uh, he, uh, this will be his team this coming year. Uh, the, the team will be recruited and built around him. Uh, with what he's able to do and look for him to take a huge step forward um, both this summer with the Garner Road AAU program and then next year with Curtis Darden at Village Christian, one of the be better developers of talent uh, in the state of North Carolina. Then you have six foot six Kate Tyson, the younger brother of Clemson. Uh, I believe he is a rising junior Hunter Tyson. Uh, Cade will be transferring from Piedmont High School uh, to Carmel Christian School this year. Um, he is a very long armed, strong uh, wing. He is a shooter. He is able to, just like the rest of this group, he's able to attack closeouts, make plays, one, two dribble pull-ups. Um, he had a big season last year at Piedmont High School. Uh, he's moving to Carmel Christian this year uh, in the hopes, uh, in his words, of getting more exposure. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how he does with that team because he is a, just like the rest of the guys on this list, he is a shooter. He is a scorer. Uh, he has the capability of putting up big numbers. He plays with the Team Curry 16U AAU program um, with the capability of possibly having a nice, uh, a nice summer this year as well. And then finally wrapping up the final five, Wesley Johnson, Leesville Road High School, six foot ten center, plays with AAU with the Garner Road program. Um, as we have said before, as we've said a number of times, give the bigs time to develop. Wesley has good hands. Wesley has dexterity. He's got the ability to run and do all that type of stuff as well. He will continue to grow into his body. He will continue to gain confidence within his game. He's got the touch um, and all that type of stuff. As he continues to add strength and confidence, the production will continue to rise and continue to grow. Um, I believe his, his Leesville Road AAU team uh, made it to the fourth or so round, fourth or fifth round. I might've been to the final four. Um, of the 4A, which is the largest classification in North Carolina, uh, playoffs this past year. Um, you know, and, and Wesley was a key figure of that. He will be coming back this year, uh, playing again with um, Carter Witt, playing again with um, Jalen McDonald and hope, uh, in the hopes of, of making another run. He is another Garner Road AAU product. Keep an eye on him as he continues to develop. But – there it is with the Carolinas, the 2022, as you can see, it was quite the eventful day uh, in the state. It was quite the eventful day of both South Carolina and North Carolina. Uh, as we mentioned, it's very exciting to see the attention that South Carolina is getting paid by college coaches. Um, you know, we, we went through the eight players who received offers yesterday in the 2022 class, and we gave five slash six more guys uh, who should be receiving offers within that class. And there are a number of other guys um, we just don't have time on this podcast to continue to go through. There are a number of other guys in that class, in that state, who will continue uh, to get seen um, and all that kind of stuff. College coaches urge you, do not get scared of the state of South Carolina basketball. You, you get winners from there. You have guys who come in and produce. North Carolina uh, continues its run. Uh, Fifteen guys yesterday received offers uh, or, or had reported offers. Um, they continue every year to get 50 to 75 guys every single year go to college on scholarships uh, to play basketball. Um, and that does not look to be um, even with top level guys in the 2022 class moving out of state to national powers. Um, 
that number does not seem to be closing down. There is a depth of low to mid-major players in that class in the state of North Carolina. And then also um, there will always be guys continuing to go high major in the state of North Carolina as well. So we look forward, all you college coaches coming through the Carolinas this year, uh, please make sure to seek us out, the Absolute Basketball Podcast with Jamie Shaw. Hope this was helpful. Please, guys, if you would, uh, before we get into it, please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, this is episode 45. Season one will end at episode 50, which will take place this next upcoming Wednesday, which will be one week from the release of this one today. Uh, please uh, be sure that you subscribe to this uh, channel. Please be sure to share it across all of your platforms. We want as many college coaches to know about these players as possible. Um, you know, this is a podcast for the kids. It's a prospect talk podcast uh, this episode. Um, so we want it spread out to make sure that all the college coaches know to get to the Carolinas, recruit all of these players uh, in the 2022 class. Um, make sure that you subscribe, make sure that you rate this podcast five stars, please. And leave in the comments below what you liked about what was said, who your favorite player in the 2022 class is in the Carolinas. We want to hear from you. Um, you know, every time that you comment, every time that you rate, every time that you subscribe, uh, it helps us in our rankings. It allows all of the prospects names to get out, uh, to more people. It helps the college coaches stories that we interview to get out to more people. It helps the scouts. Uh, that we talk to, uh, it helps their stories get out to more people. And at the end of the day, we want, uh, you know, we, there's enough room at the table for everybody to eat. So we want, we want these stories to get out. We want people uh, to know all about uh, the stories that are being told and the kids that are being talked about and the coaches that are being um, on here and all that type of stuff. So thank you guys very much. I'm starting to ramble here, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up. But thank you very much. Subscribe, rate, comment. And we will see you next time on the Absolute Basketball Podcast with Jamie Shaw. Thank you guys very much.